Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. Mike Howard. How y'all doing? Las Vegas Saints, head coach, owner of the team. Uh, 25 years of having a team and doing this in Vegas. Uh, ready to play some ball, man. Again, we just finished winning the championship this spring. Uh, now we're trying to get ready for the fall championship. But hey, keep your eyes on the Las Vegas Saints. We coming, baby. We coming. And good evening to the 40th edition of The Other Side of the Ball. We will have fun and talk football, but in this particular moment in time, the Las Vegas football community suffered a tremendous loss this past week. As you saw in that clipping right there, coach of the Las Vegas Saints, Mike Howard, passed away, and he was touched by many that played for him, that coached against him, that coached with him. And certainly we want to say to the family and to those that were inspired by him that we dedicate this 40th episode to him and his lasting legacy and memory. And now I will yield the floor to him when I like to speak about Coach Howard. I'll take the first game. I, I, it's the 48th episode, right? I keep sounding like you're saying 40th. I just Not sure. 48th. Okay. The Bud Dupree 40th episode. Right. So I didn't hear that whole intro. It kind of threw me off. No, I'm sorry. I would have had the number reference with the uniform. <laughs> but, yo, man, Coach Mike was uh, an absolute joy and super supporter of A7FL. He reached out to me uh, once he knew what I was doing and offered and volunteered his services. Hey, hey, brother, how can I help you out? I love what you're doing. Love what you're doing for football. Love what you're doing for the community. And weekly, he would call me just to tell me how much he loved what I was doing for the community and for football. We helped each other out wherever we could. He we he was uh, he had a few guys that were looking for uh, help with registration fees, and we worked out a deal where we the league played his registration fees, and they did our flags for the season or our, uh, hold our markers for the season. So. You know, traded information on people, helped each other out with equipment. He just was an all-around good guy, man. And th- that news that morning, it, it was rough. Uh, Mike had big plans for the future. He was going to get involved with A7 twice and then backed out twice. And the last time he backed out, he's just like, there's too much drama over there. I don't want to deal with all that <laughs> noise. And that was like two days before he passed away, man. So... It's uh, definitely heartbreaking for me. I really enjoyed the man. Didn't really know his family all that all that well, but we talked about him quite a bit. And just a overall great dude, a fantastic mentor to the entire football community. Flag tackle a seven. Virtually everybody either played with or or against him at some time in their life. If you're involved with a seven right now, but yeah, and just. A rock solid dude, and we lost. We lost an, an absolute champion. I think if there's two things I can take away, number one was just the outpouring of love that he received from a lot of people, just from the players' boardroom alone. Um, and one of his last posts, where he was strong about his faith and his belief, those are definitely two things that I will take away. And just the outpouring of love he received from everybody that knew him or knew of him. And um, again. 
I know the Vegas football community is hurting, and certainly those that were affected or touched by him, we send our prayers and our best wishes to you and yours. In addition to that, as now, whoa, you okay there? Well, now that the, uh, we can introduce now, I'm Double A Anthony Alvarez. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Boy, I totally misjudged that. <laughs> that was not where I thought it was. Double it was, a, it was like a real heartwarming, like... Real melancholy, like, or not melancholy. I don't know what the big word is. Probably but it was maybe just it was a real a, It was a baseball sliding into the, in the cabin watching Little League World Series. You bricked that landing. To which, shout and out. He landed like the albatross uh, from uh, the rescue, from the west rescue down under. <laughs> to which. I know y'all remember that cartoon. No, yeah. I don't. It was an early Disney cartoon, The Rescuers Down Under. To which, shout oh. out to Henderson, Nevada for a fantastic showing getting to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Having a fantastic show in the Lily World Series. They came up a little bit short, but just wanted to give them a shout out. But, anyways, I'm Anthony Alvarez. Casey Cox is in the building. Hello. From the Rainbow Bridge of Osgard, he's the mighty Viking Scott McCorkle. Top of the morning, gang, gang. And, of course, the championship owner. And somebody had a birthday this past weekend, Mr. Duncan. Somebody old. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And thank you for all the birthday wishes. I appreciate everybody who reached out Facebook, social media, text, phone calls, dropping actual, by the house. Actual yeah. videos. Right. Actual videos. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate everybody. I, I'm not really a big happy birthday guy, but you know, but once you start hearing them like that, you're like, man, there's a lot of love in this building. Well, a lot of love is. coming through my phone right now, I, and I enjoyed it. Man. Family members reaching out, just it's beautiful. Kind of puts things in perspective for you every now and then. Well, while we're on this well wishes and peace thing, also we want to send our love and best wishes to those still trying to put their lives together back in Maui in the. Wonderful, beautiful island of Hawaii. Our prayers to them and also our prayers to those just this past weekend in Southern California dealing with Hurricane Hillary. Um, so And quickly, shout out to Amy Ashmore. Hope you get yes, well soon. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Steve's wife yeah. uh, had a challenge but appears to be getting better. But uh, Steve, who went on his own Facebook page today and was appreciating love. And Steve, you want you to know that we're thinking about you and you don't have to fight this alone. So glad that the missus is um, doing well. So... With all that said, gentlemen, um, how was your week? Oh, it's been a week, that's for sure. Has it? Already. My week was fucking amazing. <laughs> if you want details, we can get into it. But, yeah. I, you know, from rolling out of the birthday, well, the, probably the most significant thing that happened on my birthday that was not part of the birthday celebration specifically, I've been dealing with this, with gout and a tore up hip and other issues that I've been having. And my wife took us to our favorite massage spot. Shout out to... Sparadice on Paradise and right across the street from Gordon Beers. Been there. Yeah. It's a Thai, it's a Thai <laughs> massage place, right? And if you guys have never had Thai massage before, it's like the Asian massages you get anywhere else, but it's way more uh medical than than just entertainment like some of the other places more, will. More medical than sensual. Yes, okay. for sure. Okay. And they like grab your wrists and ankles and stretch you and like walk on your back and Take your legs and butterfly them out and push on stuff. It's like so going. They really, they really try to get the knots off. It's my kind of party. Yeah, it was like uh, it, 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 almost like <laughs> chiropractor meets massage, right? Oh. Well, while they were doing their little dance on my back or whatever it was, they actually popped my hip back into place. Oh my goodness! And I'm, I am sleeping so much better. <laughs> like it, it, it was an absolute miracle. I was at my chiropractor before I came here, and he's like, "Oh man, you're." Feeder back level. I'm like, yeah, they actually popped my back. Like, you couldn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he didn't find it funny either. But. <laughs> you, you just told him the side chick did it better. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't like that. Well, you had a nice view today for work. How, how did that go? 
Oh, man, like, I've, I've just been very blessed lately. Um, Amazon picked me up for a bunch of uh, camera jobs. Uh, but uh, they flew me off to Pittsburgh last week, so I, my first time out in Pittsburgh, that city is beautiful. And, like, flying in there, there's so many football fields out there. If we don't have, like, if we aren't set up out there, I was out there, like, the entire time talking about it. So, I mean, I rarely stop talking about A7, but, like, it was a cool job, and then uh, straight when I got back, I'm straight back to T-Mobile Arena, and then we got another store at Allegiant. And it's all kinds of fun stuff. And then I'm going to San Diego after that. So, uh, did you think about jumping? On the, did you think about jumping in the Allegheny River? Look, I looked at the river, and it's not the best. They've been polluting that river for a long time with oh, all them factories wow. right there. I think like that's... it's like green, bro. I... But it's like the scenery around it is beautiful. Like that, that is. Probably, like, walking along that river and shit, I almost missed my flight. So I woke up at, like, 4 in the morning, and, like, I was walking down the river, like, smoking, having coffee, like, talking to people. Like, everybody was friendly, like... You smoke? Like... Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, okay, um, all right. <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes, but uh, the, shout out to Stizzy. Uh, y'all right? want to sponsor the podcast? Right. By the way, we are. I hate the only one that hit that. By the yeah. way, we are missing one. Mm-hmm. Chris Vera is on assignment. He's actually in my home area taking care of some business. But Chris, you know you're watching. Uh, safe travels back, buddy. Shout outs from the Yay area. Oh, you damn right. Of course, that's that's home. So, um, let's get into this. So there were some awards dished out for the league. And um, there have been some great debate about these particular awards that have been awarded to these Ooh, players. Yeah. So, anyhow, first off, um, I think the consensus was quite obvious that the uh, game that we just witnessed back on July the 23rd, can't believe it's already been 30, mu- 30 days already since it happened. But Damn. nonetheless, the Nightcrawlers Insomniac's championship game was voted as the game of the year. Um, and I think undoubtedly it should have been. Uh, I, it mean, probably was unanimous, so I, I I really don't think anybody will get an argument about that. I, yes, I, I the the deciding committee ten to one vote. I don't I didn't ask what the last what the other game was. I'm assuming it was BIC versus the U, and it was probably Big Rob. If I'm just throwing it out there, <laughs> but <laughs> ten to one was the vote, is what I was told. Oh, so, fuck. I guess you could say that's uh, one trophy for Vegas, if you will. Um, I was quite shocking to find this out that Scooter was a rookie this past season. And he was awarded. He hadn't played a spring season, okay. so well, that's well, why he was considered a rookie. Well, uh, he played it, in fall brawl. It still so. shocked me, but nonetheless, uh, the quarterback of the inside, Max Scooter Scott Hamilton, wins Rookie of the Year. Um, so another trophy for Vegas, if you will. Um, Mr. Cunningham, um, who... Uh, Congratulations, <laughs> Savion. Is uh, very special on the three-on-one return. He is the returner of the year. Um, perhaps the game against Sick alone probably helped him win that award. With all, with all the returns he had. Incredible. Yeah, the highlight <laughs> reel was just him returning kicks against Sigwitted, <laughs> yes. who has a great return coverage team, which I found to be fascinating. So, man, one of my favorite players. I, I He was my pick for rookie of the year going into the season. Clearly, what the Insomniacs put together put him on the shelf for that. But right. I'm glad to see him win a, a, an award of some sort because he, he is really like that. That dude is yes. special for anyone's team. OTT's... Very lucky to have him on any team. That dude is going to be a star. And what OTT's, I think, building into the fall, I think we're going to see some great things out of Savion as he's only had to play one side of the ball and do what he does right. best. When when I commented and told him congratulations, he actually tried to hype up the broadcast team and said, oh, well, I had a great announcement team hyping me up. So thank you guys. Well, thank you for the plug, Savion. We so. appreciate it. That's the young man who knows how to yes. work the media. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's how you get love. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for the plug. 
So the last two awards, um, well, some, well, the final one is definitely questionable. We'll get to that because I I see passion is ready to come out of your eyes right now, big boy. So Mark Bagway wins the offensive player of the year. Um, We can see why (laughs) Uh, we saw it up close in person a month ago. Well, he was very deserving as well. I mean, like, like I said, it was. There was a process of how these votes came in. Do you have MVP on that list anywhere? No. They don't ever give awards to a person twice. Oh, okay. I'm saying that not knowing one way or the other, but it's possible it's because he's going to be MVP. Mm. So I don't know why the league does it that way. They had a rookie of the year last year that probably should have won defensive player of the year in uh, uh, the cat from the BIC. I can't remember his name right now. He was... Clearly the best defensive player last season, but because he won rookie of the year, it went to the, the next guy in the voting. Well, but that's uh, that might explain a whole lot. <clears throat> no, not ahead. that Bagway wasn't. I, <clears throat> no, Bagway, Bagway might have. Yes. Look, Bagway, if I'm not being biased, if I'm not attached to the Vegas division, would be my vote for MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, who did more for their team Logo. this season? I mean, I, the only other, like, I don't know, just playing against them, like, Logo, but I mean, RTC. Obviously, like nobody, nobody found a way to stop him. Right. Like right. N- nobody did. The, like I think the deciding well, factor. Somebody did to knock me, him out. Oh, but still, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't stop him. No, he still wanted to keep like, going. It still, right. Like even right. even knocking that man unconscious, this man who literally only like to quote him only takes chicken nuggets seriously. <laughs> right. The, like and this, this man, like he don't work out for shit. Like that's not this. This man is just showing up all natural and. He is above and above and beyond. Like he, like no matter what, if you know he's coming, you can't stop him. Like it's been proven. He's special. Like it, he's special, and not taking anything away from the logos, from the from Bagway, from any anybody else, really. Just off of the fact that the Insomniacs at the end of the game stopped Bagway. They couldn't stop. RTC. Right. And like, and so Especially like, on fourth and four to seal yeah. the game. Yeah, no. right. Well, well stuff, maybe they couldn't stop just, Munchie on that, but well, they couldn't stop. I, 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 I am biased. It does help when Schufert takes away three defenders in one play. That that block was. D- despite RTC having a flat tire getting in the end zone. Speaking of which, the that real estate agent blood. I was talking to two nights ago used to work with Munchie and used to coach with him. Nice. Didn't know his nickname was Munchie. I was like, this guy? He was like, yeah, that's him. But, the, but now here's the one that has uh, garnished some questions, if you will, and that is the defensive player of the year that went to Mr. Baskerville, Trey Baskerville. Um, and there was a lot of uh, debate and a lot of back and forth as opposed to this award. So, Scotty, because I know you're about to unleash Stormbreaker, well, not, so go ahead. I mean, it, not even that, like, because I don't want to take away from take away from the dude or or anything. Like, honestly, what I think this comes down to is voting. Like, who really showed up in in voting? Right. And, like, because just going back, I can't tell you, and this could be me, I was watching a lot of film on the teams I thought that Vegas was going to face in the championships. So maybe this is my fault as, you know, part of the broadcast team and as part of somebody who covers this league. I ain't know who the fuck he was. No idea. I couldn't tell you right now who he plays for. The Renegades. The Renegades. But you were, but in our conversation, you said he didn't pop off to the tape for the point where you paid attention. The, the, the tape at all. Right. And, like, to have, to have, like, the defensive monsters that we have in Vegas and, like, 
to have Henderson snuffed for that, to have AJ snuffed for that, like, ha, yeah. I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, everything else kind of makes sense, especially when you explain, like, you can't win things twice, but to have Henderson and it, the fact that it's not between AJ and Henderson is that's how to me. me. Yeah, yeah. And, like, crazy. I get AJ kind of, like, on the stat sheet, he struggled in the championship game. And that that maybe that's what it is. But if you looked at how he progressed during the game, how he adapted, how he changed, oh, yeah, like no, his he, game plan and his ability to adjust in the A7 game and turn it not into a brute force game, but but turn it into like him using his brain to to keep contained, I think that that kind of gives him the edge up because I mean, we we talked about it before. Once Henderson hung his head, that team lost. Yeah, once you break down the championship. AJ, very first play from scrimmage, gets a sack, yeah. right? And then they run to his side maybe two more times the rest of the game, and they like, no, let's avoid that cat. Let's <clears throat> do everything, backpedaling, running away from his side, because if we go to his side, it's a problem. It's almost like the Dion effect. You don't throw to his side. You don't run to his side. Kind of something along yeah, very those much lines. So. Yes, very much. So, and, and to your point, that's affecting an offense. That's yes. affecting a defense. Right. right. I, I talked about it very early, and I wanted to get these guys, like, to understand to be a part of a good defensive, to make a good defensive unit, It's especially from the edge, it's not your job to show up on the stat sheet. It's really not. Like, if you're showing up on the stat sheet, it's because the quarterback, the other quarterback is making a mistake, and he's holding on to the ball too long. Like, your pressure is your job. Your containment is your job. Like, the DB's job is to deal with the ball once it gets in the air. Your job is contain and pressure. So make him think, make him think fast, make him get rid of the ball fast, and make him make a mistake. If he's holding on to it, that's his mistake, and that's your ass. And mistakes were made. Right. And, 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 and games were, were made. I, I, I <laughs> shout out to Q for, for stepping in and, like, like breaking down the game from a mental standpoint and, and showing it's not all about, like, football's not all about who like who's the strongest who's the fastest who's the whatever it's about who can break down this game the best and execute it the best and and him seeing what was happening how they were busting like like getting these first downs on these on these little like pitch back plays and he did it twice in a row and literally saved the fucking championship i think sometimes i think a stat that really doesn't get enough credit is hurries yeah and rushes hurries pressures and I think sometimes those particular things, I really think sometimes tell the story better than actual getting sacks. Because, I mean, if you can make a quarterback, you know, decide a second too late as opposed to when he wants to throw the ball and you affect his timing and rhythm. You're right. But I think if you just break down that game, right? So there were three picks by the Insomniacs in the game. And how many of those did AJ cause, do you think? I don't know. All the other times we had the opportunity, we, the Insomniacs, had the opportunity to stop the Nightcrawlers, it took turnovers and or interceptions to do it. So in the grand scheme of analysts and people who are watching the game, if you're not able to get somebody in a three and out on occasion, how good could your defense actually be? True. And there's not very many champions, Insomniacs, Saints in the NFL, who have won championships based on a turnover defense versus a punishing defense. It doesn't happen too frequently, so when people see it, they don't give it a lot of credit, but it's how the Insomniacs had to win that game because they could not switch up their defensive game plan enough to take care of the back stack the way it, the back stack was so good versus the Insomniacs that they absolutely had to keep trying to do a turnover defense instead of a stopping defense. Uh, I just got a text from, uh, from Coach, Coach B. 
from yeah. the Insomniacs. Yeah. And uh, AJ had 21 sacks in the regular season. 21 21 that's amazing and that's and we're not talking about hurries that's that's amazing that's a lot that's amazing crazy that's a lot and he's sharing the pressure with other people i mean that's three that's three per game and also looking at the at the chat that yes shout out to scooter yes you did you did your thing in every single game you always find a way to pick people apart we haven't gotten to scooters award yet have we that was yeah, it was the war. first one he talked about. We kind of breezed right over when it. When I said, I didn't know obvious. that this was his rookie season as opposed. All oh, right, we didn't yeah, get yeah. and break that down at all. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shout out to Scooter, man. You, you Super you deserving. Yeah. Absolutely. The only person that would have. You know, there's Matt, a couple. There's Matt a couple. Kenny. Matt Kenny Matt was Kenny. another one. Like, Matt yeah. Kenny. Like, that's. Honestly, it has to be between those two, in my opinion. Look, Matt, Matt and Kenny I think is Matt my. Kenny, you give it to Matt Kenny on. In my opinion, you give it to Matt Kenny because it's his first actual season. And Kenny's my MVP. But if I am drafting a team today that I, I need yes, to build around, first, he is the first person off the board first, for me. First no disagreement. One, now, RTC is number two, but Matt Kenny is number now one. Now, there is a suggestion that I made for next season, which I said we need to have alignment of the year award, certainly. Um, it, it should be called the Matt Kenny Award at this point. I, I agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I also suggested And it should be somebody on their neck It's a pancake It's just a pancake Then I also made a suggestion Because of course Big Rob is famous for the Huss Huss A Huss Huss award for like the sickest The juke move of the year <clears throat> Just you know to Add to the you know Repertoire of um, awards Maybe even have a coach of the year award Why not I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Shout out to Knox said the holding award. <laughs> the what? The, the holding, holding award. award. Look, I mean, you kind of have to hold somebody to throw them, <laughs> but it's and, it happens. And Scooter says that he would have chosen Mac or Davic over him. And Davic, Davic, and, and Davic would have been good too. And that's not yes. surprising that that Scotty makes that answer. That's not surprising one bit. But you throw Munch in the mix. I mean, there, shout there, out to Knox. I haven't that seen whole team a while, was a Love some you. stacked. Rookies, quote unquote, yes. right? I mean, they had a bunch of guys that they pulled out of not playing in A seven NFL, built this team with a bunch of solid cats. They did grab some A seven NFL guys too, but all those guys they brought to the table that hadn't played before had a shot at that at, at that rookie of the year award, and they yeah. were just flat out amazing. I mean, Man, hashtag I could, we're just better. If, if that four two two kid can learn how to how to catch, he that'll catch. be a problem. I don't know. I, I like I. He, they didn't win, like for him to be that fast and that agile, and them not to win that flag tournament with the we- other weapons. I don't know what the deal is. He's I, from what I hear, he never played football before. Like he's a he's a track kid or something. Like that. He actually was on the Vipers in the XFL see, to start see, the season. The, look, see, look, the rumor, will, the rumor <laughs> right. mill is full of shit. Yeah, the rumor mill is full of shit. Like that's so. He, like, he that's actually what they were that, like literally that's the first when he ran that. That's the shit talking I heard on the side. Like, this is how crazy, like, it could be. This is how, how even though it's Vegas versus everybody and all that bullshit, like. We also hate on each other. Fucking crazy. Like, can't can we he just give the people their roster, fucking but flowers? Like, because he injured himself like the man, the man was talking shit. That's what he said. Like, real life, the man, I don't even know his name. Like, I didn't talk to him or anything. Davion Clayton. Clayton? Devontae Clayton. Is it Devontae Clayton? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't was know Davion. your name, brother, but... D. He, Clayton. He is was Mark, talking shit. Is Mark was, Clayton his uncle? I don't know. He right? was talking shit like, uh, like they were running the, the 40 at the Combine, and he was laughing at everybody's time. And he was talking shit. I got $1,000. I run a 4-2, maybe a 4-1. He, he says... Was, he was close. He yeah. came over to me, and he said... Yeah. And he ran it was a 4-2 crazy. He said, he said with what the fuck? I'm going to run a 4-1, yeah. and then I'm leaving. Yeah. I was like, you got a he game to play. He's like, he said it in confidence too. Like, 
Just hey. stone cold look on his face too, like I'm gonna run a four one and I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, look, it was. I mean, respect. Like, you know what I mean? I've never seen him around before or anything. Like, he he's very high level. So, like, we have the talent that we have put, like, we're putting together out of Vegas. Like, I hope other people are building, and I'm not just talking about adding coaches. I'm like, hoping, I hope we're building too. I hope yeah, we're not just having guys jump from team to team that people are out recruiting, grabbing these guys. I mean, there's a whole section of guys. I mean, the Govs are coming over, right? So right, we know there's at least 30 right, yep. dudes Shout that weren't involved with A7 previously. Right. A few a few of them were, but they're coming into the Jordan A7 this fall, right? Uh, the Saints, yep. they were going to put a team, and most of those guys are now going to play for the gold with Jeremiah. Yeah. Did you guys know that's how the gold came into the league? Yeah. yeah. Mike Howard actually anyway. joined the A7 as a coach. Yep. We came up with the concept of his team name of the gold, a playoff of the Saints. And then when he got there, he got frustrated with some other things that were happening around his life. So he put Jeremiah in the position to operate the gold. Oh, interesting. Learn something every day. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that, speaking of. Oh, the, so wait, we're back on the awards. And I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I want to go no, back. No, 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 hey, y'all know no, no, I get no, sidetracked. No, 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 that's it's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's right. fine. We, we all pulled a Corey Hammond. I can't say it enough, man, for as much as people try to pit like East versus West and us versus them and all that bullshit. I had so much fucking fun hanging out with those. Oh, guys. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. honestly, absolutely. Still, like, absolutely. The, like from everybody from the, the three, like on camera to everybody behind the camera that came out here. Like, I talk a lot of shit about y'all production. I really do. But Deservedly. you guys are fucking awesome. Like, like as people, you guys are yeah. awesome. And like. And I aspire to be as good as as the three on one guys. I really do. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I think I'm fucking fine. No, but, it, it it's just being being around them, being around the Jaffos. Which, by the way, check them out after yeah, our show oh, yeah, at seven tonight. Too. Shout out to the Jaffos, JP and uh, Country K and DJ Matt Sticks. I mean, Jaffos, J A F F O S. Yes, go. I mean, just being, <laughs> I mean, but just being around them, um, like there was no tension. Like everybody was just comfortable, and we were just. Shooting Brother the shit. Jaffa's watching my son for a couple hours. <laughs> that That's awesome. Just like, shooting the shit and, cool. and, and, and just talking ball. And, uh, and like I said, at the broadcast house, which we did a big hour and a half Jaffa edition of the championship game that night at the house, which yeah, we did I wish you could have been a part of, but I know you had, yeah, to, had to get a little man, had back. To get a little man back home. But I mean, it just, you know, that was fun though. Just the camaraderie the karma- the was just amazing. It really that, was. And I it hated was, that podcast, by the way. Shout out to RT. No, because, because of the, the things that were being said, and I could not rebut. I was listening to him like, I'm going to come in and say something. <laughs> but I had my moment last week. We're good. <laughs> you did have your moment last week. So, yes, right. uh, so back thing, to the awards. What do oh, you want to say? To, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was about to sidetrack stuff. Go. Go. Okay. So um, I want to bring the podcast. <laughs> Training off the rail. Yeah, yeah, Let's no, go. Just pull this fucking cord. Here's a nickel. Go. If you guys are fucking surprised, uh, you should watch a little more often. Uh, so I want to start breaking down. Uh, no, I want to start breaking down A7 a little bit more X's and O's on this podcast, especially while we have the time in between the seasons while people are preparing really and like trying to get used to the speed. I want to start selling the, the sport more. So if there are games, plays, defenses, anything in particular you think we should highlight on the show, any aspect you think we should highlight, I would like you to either send it to me, send it to Blaze, whatever, whoever you got to get it to, let, let's get it broken down. Like, I want to start talking more football and, like, because, honestly, like, I, I just kind of been kissing everybody's ass the last couple of episodes, and I just want to get back to more football um, and and try and elaborate on why our game is 
it's so good for us to be able to show out our skill, our like our skill range and our growth year to year. Um, a lot of us are coming off the couch and we're seeing good progress uh, throughout the season, but the off season needs to be made, not just for being in the gym. Cause if you just work out and you're not working out your brain and you're not out doing drills and all that kind of stuff, you're going to get hurt. Like doing those bodybuilding workouts that you see, like that's how people get hurt. Like, cause your tendons aren't getting as strong as your muscles are. Your body's not used to it. I want to start getting people prepared for, uh, prepared for the season, regardless of what team you play for, regardless of lining up against you or with you, Man, I got a lot of love for the league, the players. I got a lot of, of faith and a lot of hope in, in these players. And I, I just want to see us all get better. And I, I think we, sh- we could do that uh, as a panel. You know what I mean? Like, be able to, like, break it down throughout the week. Be able to look at, like, the, the different ways, the different, break you know, the divisions are played. Like I, I, you stole my thunder, <laughs> didn't you? I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I really want to, like, I think we can do that. Come with on, the, we need a telestrator. What you got? With the, with, the, with the talent that we have, like, in production and stuff, I think we can get it done. And I am just want to say it out there in public, like, to challenge all of us to be able to get it done. And that means everybody at home, too. Like, I want to see what y'all think. I really would love to use a telestrator to live in the broadcast. And when you're not, pl- like, the games you're not playing in and you're in the booth with us, like, I really want you to... Break it down in circle and, you know, draw like mad. That would be awesome. What I'd love to see from you is the best way to defend the Tampa Bay Nightcrawler's back stack. Like that's, I've been thinking about yeah, that so one. Let's, <laughs> let's break it down real quick. Oh, wait, do we want to save this for a later segment since we're still in the no, awards? No, 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 no. He, let, let, he, he no, brought, because he, right. he brought it up. So let, let me, so let me bring it up to start. I'll set it up and then I want to hear from you. So the way that Tampa nullified our rush slightly was with what they call the backstack play. Logo Davis or Mark Bagway would be a quarterback and the other would be off the ball or would step back off the ball and it'd be a pitch backwards to him. So now you got three down, down linemen who are rushing one guy who's no longer the quarterback. The quarterback is over on the other side of the field with only one guy rushing. So nullifying the rush, basically making it man on man for a rush. That was the advantage that they came up with mm-hmm. and we never came up with anything as a team to stop it except for trying to get to the quarterback faster. Right. How how do you defend that? So what I would do is I would take more, um, and I could be wrong. Like, I think that like the coaches on the staffs of a lot of the teams in the a seven are going to come up with way better strategies. But like the thing I was thinking was kind of put more coverage guys on and play more basketball defense on logo and Bagway. Like a zone? No, uh, no, like stay in front of them. Don't let them get past you. Like make them throw the ball. Yeah, see, I He's a, got a gun. Like I understand they they have the gun, but I just think that with the athleticism we have music. on the back end, like mm, I'll take that risk. Make Look, like, here's my assessment. Right. Right. If you have a DB who doesn't mind contact, you rush the backstack quarterback with that man, just like you would rush the actual quarterback. Make it so he has to make a split decision, and the quarterback now has to make, make a split decision. Because if he's back five yards off the ball, and you sprint there to get to him, you could actually intercept that ball, or make it so he has to make a tough catch or tackle him right when the ball gets right. there. And that's kind of what Q did. Yeah. And, and if he's on the line, you get hands on him. You push him back, so that way you are bump you are bumping right. him every time. So if he steps off backwards, you're already in pursuit. I think that's the way to pursue that. Right. 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 Oh, snap. Oh, 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 Our phone call. Very first, one. first in the history of the, the other, other side, side of the ball, ball podcast, we have a an, caller. Incoming caller. 
Who this? Hey guys, this is Corey from Jersey. Corey Hamster. Be Corey Hammond. Of course. What's up, Corey? Hey man, I just wanted to shout out. Love the show. Think you guys are great. <laughs> over, you, uh, you usually have a lot more to say. All right. <laughs> you must have got that uh, no, good uh, weed uh, when you were uh, out here. Uh, uh, I'm a caller. Okay. <laughs> you guys are going awards? Yes. Yeah, we were talking about what did awards you guys or... think of uh, Defensive Player of the Year? Bullshit. No slight on him. No slight on him. I'm not saying anything about him. I'm just saying after watching tape and watching like throughout the season and trying to pay attention, I just think the two most standout people on defense in our league were Henderson and AJ. Period. Yeah. I say that Vegas doesn't, Viking excluded, doesn't watch enough film on the east side of the, uh, of the ball. So I have nothing to say about nominations and winners from that side when I haven't seen all of their gameplay. Hmm. That, that what do you think, a caller? Who do you guys think you won? AJ or Henderson is what Viking said. I can't disagree with that. Do you guys care what I think? Of course. Yes, we That's what we're asking. All right. I don't know if I have anything to do with any of this, by the way. <laughs> but if I were to have a hypothetical vote. Mm-hmm. Hypotheticals. Even though Trey Bassville is one of the most dominant defensive ends that I've seen. Because even when he doesn't affect the play with an actual stat. Right. At six foot six. As athletic as he is. He affects the play every single time. And I'm hearing an echo every time. That's why I'm, you know, stuttering in between. But I will say this. If I had a vote, it would have been for A.J. McQuaig. Because I think the 27 or so sacks on the season, even though we could talk about the, you know, regular season, you know, competition that he's facing, you know, three out of the seven weeks, I don't know. Fair point. I will be honest. Fair point. Trey did have a pretty good game against that uh, 0-17, the Boston Omegas, so maybe that evens it out. But I will say that A.J. not only is a top defensive player, the stats show it, but he's the kind of guy that I would award an award because he showed up every play, he showed up every game, and even on the plays, guys that he didn't get a sack or he didn't get a fumble recovery, didn't get a a, a swat on the quarterback, especially in the championship, the relentless pressure from that insomniac's defensive line, they may have looked silly trying to chase Mark Bagway down, join the club. But you know what? I have not yet seen Mark Bagway look as tired as he did in that fourth quarter of that championship game. And I credit the defensive line and the defensive pressure from the insomniacs for that specific instance. And if you look at the last play of the game, Mark Bagway was not a thrower or receiver option because of, in my opinion, the relentless pressure from that D-line led by A.J. McQuig. Guys, thanks for letting me call in. I appreciate it. Love you guys. I'll I'll listen to it after I hang up. Bye. First time, long time. Bye. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. (laughs) That was, of course, Corey Hammond from the 301 Podcast. Giving us our first phone call live on the other side of the ball. Makes what, perfect sense. And he echoed what you said, Viking, but he, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be said there because Corey actually has seen all of those games. He's called most of them, and 
is a great football mind. We all know uh, he, he might talk a little more than anyone else on earth, but we love his perspective and the dude knows how to break down film <laughs> more, more than better than most people in this game for sure. So thanks Corey. Anthony's funny. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he said, of course, Corey takes over this show. Too. <laughs> that one hasn't popped up in mind. Oh, there it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there are some changes going on in preparing for the fall season, which happens in my born month of December. Um, shout out to Sagittarius. This is all across the world. So, um, there's of course. Hang on, before we get into that, okay. I, I didn't give Scooter his flowers on the rookie of the year thing. <laughs> go ahead, I, don't, sir. I don't know if I was distracted no, over no, here. Go ahead. I, if you take the time to break down the tape with with Scooter Hamilton, that dude is one of the most accurate passers I have had the pleasure of calling a game for in my history. I love his approach i love the way he sets up his feet before he throws his mechanics i i enjoy them they're not my favorite but he's very consistent with it every time so the ball out is the same every time the players know what to expect with the rotation of the ball every time he is a fantastic quarterback and a might even be a better runner what he did for this league in this season is only beat by what he did in the all citizens game in front of 5,000 fans at Michelob ultra arena and what had the viral mm-hmm. video that went out when he took off and ran and scored a touchdown when people, people like that is the biggest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He is a flat out athlete though. I, we were calling him a skinny guy in a fat suit by, by about the fifth game of the season. I, I love me some scooter Hamilton and I, between him and Sterry, I think he, they would be my quarterbacks in this league. If I, if I was drafting today and I had the pick of the litter. Can't can't say nothing about that. All right, so uh, sorry about that. You know, uh, RTC is uh, getting in shape. Uh oh, that's fucking scary. That is scary. That's, that's scary. Fucking scary. What? Mm. That's fucking doing sit ups instead of just down, sitting up. I, I don't know what he, he did. He, man, he's down ten pounds. Doing curls instead what? of just curling just, the can didn't of say beer. He was down ten pounds. He said he's dropped ten pounds. Now, see, the like the choice in words right there, like, kind of means something in my world. You right. know what I mean? Like, I break down stuff so, like that. So he dropped it means he did it on purpose. So, yes. so he's actively doing stuff. Yes. And and if he's got doing that on top of chicken nuggets, it's over with. So you want to talk about accolades? <laughs> if you want to talk about accolades, now, this is just from, I, I've, well, here's Scooter's stats for the season. So he was very efficient, 89 for 133, 49 yards, 31 touchdowns. How many One picks? interception. Do we know who got that pick? I think it was in the first game of the season. Somebody on sick with it. I, I think so, so too. I, I don't want to say if it wasn't Packer, it was somebody else, but it was, I, it it, it was Packer. Scooter. Who picked you off? Let's see it in the chat. I know you're here or Scooter's dad. <laughs> somebody, somebody Scooter's okay. dad will never but, say but who no, picked no, them up. No, no, here's, here's the kicker. Okay. Five, one, five, one point conversions, 11 Two point conversions, of course. The Viking, points. The Viking yes. rule always go for two. Go for two. Yeah. He's right. been saying that all go season long. Okay, so twenty eight rushes, two hundred and eight yards, seven touchdowns, rushing, rushing, seven touchdowns rushing. One in the chip. One in the chip. Okay, and when he ran for conversions twice, he got the one. Two, he got the two. Damn. Not to mention, he also caught two passes for fourteen yards. <laughs> <laughs> Just to do it at all. God damn. How but many of those were deflected that he backs? caught and run with? Yeah, how many run backs? Think about it, though. Think about it, though. That's the way the Insomniacs 
were built coming into this season. Everybody played multiple roles. Yep. Think about yeah. it. Not one yeah. man really played just one role all season long. They were all doing a little bit of everything. Right. So And winning doing it and having fun doing it, which I think is even the greater thing. They were having fun. Who, who asked if he had any returns? Was that you, Casey? No, I just asked. <laughs> right. yeah. So remember when Daniel Oakley went <laughs> yes, in at yes. returner? How yes. angry he ran. Yes. He actually ran it well. He did very well. I would, <laughs> I would be terrified to see Scooter on a return if I was oh. a 170-pound DB. <laughs> no, yeah, right. No, I'd make a business well, of course, decision we go and move back out of to the way. That, we go back to, was that the right call last week and how on the play he just, you know, just, Look. just you know, shot put at somebody with his body. There's, he actually, man, I saw Scooter get boomed for the first time in the championship. That was shocking. Yeah, that was shocking. That was shocking. But he gave I, it, but he gave he it got back. right back up. He, he gave got it back. Hyped. That was that. I that's. Oh my! We're used to seeing him run stuff. I would be interested to see how many truck sticks he had. Yeah, my favorite moment of the podcast last week is when Will Franklin said that Scooter was leading with his shoulder when he when old boy hit him in the belly after the play was over and just dropped right. down. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's that's that well, just proves that sometimes that referees are blind. Right. <laughs> Even on replay. Even yeah. on replay, yes. He just gave him up. <laughs> okay. Now, as we've been trying to get to this subject, but we've been stuck in the awards. So, um, of Even course. No, but I mean, there, there's been a whole lot of back and forth. With Trey and Tone starting the Outlaws. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, that yes. post today. Man. Ooh, that shit wee. got spice. Shout out to Mouth. We know Mr. McWilliams is not afraid of uh, mixing words, as we saw that in Bullhead City with the Nightcrawlers during Championship Weekend. But um, He got something to say. Oh, he, he's yeah. not afraid to speak his piece, that's for sure. So, there, it was kind of talked about during the season that coming into the fall and going into next year with that said um i mean obviously you can't replace a tray you can't replace the tone but the team is so well put together you don't think that there that's not going to be much missed from the insomniacs you can't you can't say that no you there's can't no say that, no there is no like oh well and people people are going to talk their shit and and my now teammates are going to talk their shit. I was going to say, they're like, replacing Tone with yeah, the Viking. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, they're adding the right. range over to But there's, there's, other, like, there's other aspects. Like, these guys are, are real fucking athletes. There's a reason they branched off to start their own team. Like, and a lot of respect. I think the organization looks dope. The logo's dope. Yeah. Like, I think the people that they picked up. Is oh, yeah. Yeah. They've picked up some amazing they people. Yes, they do. And it's going to be a fun game to play. Like, For sure. I'm not, I'm not. I, I don't know. Like I'm looking at this uh, a little, a little more different. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I love playing this game, but like something about being a part of like the like the driving force of this league just kind of it just feels better to me. I love playing this game, but I also at the same time like I can't I can't wait till I I'm working for the league full time. Like I can't wait for that right. moment, and I'm gonna right. force it. Yeah. Like there's no there's no ifs ands or buts. Are you about going it. to force it or insomniac it? No, uh, no, I'm <laughs> look. I'm a force. Will you be using Mjolnir or Stormbreaker? Which one of the two? The Man, hammer, look, I'm, the I'm hammer go, or the I'm axe? I'm gonna go the way of selling a bunch of really high end sponsorships. Okay. Oh my then, goodness. And and I'm gonna just do that. Here. But here's my thought. That on, message you just unsent. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold Whoa, on. No, he didn't. Happened? No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, so in addition. Oh. 
Wow. Savion is also joining the Outlaws? Yes. Is that correct? Yes, he is. Oh, boy. Bro, there's That's stacked. what I have heard. Whoa. Yes. Well, there's a Cunningham. We got another caller. We got Whoa. another caller. But yes, Welcome Cunningham to the, other to side of the, ball. the Outlaws is what I've heard. And Yodi. Whoa. Uh, and Yodi, Yodi Mac. Mac. And Yodi Mac. Squad, I know about Yodi. Bro. I know about Yodi. Yeah. They got a squad. Yeah, wow. Do. Caller, how are you? I'm good. Let's just make history tonight, first of all, okay? Let me let me just say I'm first of all. Tired Hello, of Will. Frank being the favorite Hello, part of Will anybody's Franklin. fucking podcast around here. <laughs> What's up, Will? <laughs> Will Franklin, join us live. How are you, sir? Trying to be like you hey, when I, I grow up. I just wanted to shout out... Uh, I want I want to shout out uh, Blaze and Jonell for this weekend, man. Um, one thing oh, Vegas man. is really good at is community engagement, and and those guys there they rocked it out this weekend, man. But I do have a question. I do have a legit A seven FL question. Go ahead. So let's say Reno provides uh, three teams for the spring. You guys are A seven FL Nevada. So if Reno provides three teams in the spring, being there's only eight teams allowed in a division. Are the divisions getting restructured? Because if Reno has three, that means Vegas is only out five. Well, I'm glad you asked that if question. Ooh, I think I know the answer to this question. Oh, How's that going to work? Okay. Will coming in with the big brain questions, man. Well, right. you're, you're, I think if you want to get that's that good shit nitty gritty down. So our contract says you will uh, generate eight teams for your division. <clears throat> I have the only division that generated eight teams. So if they're going to hold to the letter of the contract with eight teams, every other division also must have eight teams. I'm going to have as many fucking teams as I want. Well, how about that? Go. How about <laughs> that? Oh, that was All right. So, but the real, the real answer is, uh, we told, we, we, so if it comes to pass that there are three legit teams in Reno, they will be playing in, uh, uh, as part of the eight teams of the LA division. Ooh. Interesting. Oh, that's, that's, interesting. that's an easy fix. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's been our workaround. And if it gets above and beyond that and I have to, we will buy out another division if we have to. But right now, the, if we were to go into contract negotiations about that, I will challenge them on the 18 part. Say, if you're going to hold us to the letter of the law, everybody else needs to refund me for not having eight teams the last two seasons. Pay the man. So it's yeah. a max. You're allowed to have a max of eight teams. It doesn't say that in the contract. Eight, then... It says every team. It says every division. The, the division owner. The division shall generate eight teams. It doesn't say max. It doesn't say minimum. It says eight. So if mm. we're challenging the number of teams that are in the division, you can't just challenge the overage. You also have to challenge the underage. Yeah, well, I was getting ready to say, if that's the way it's written, it almost makes it seem like that eight is more of a minimal number than if they say must generate eight, that makes you think the minimal number you must generate is eight to be a legit Division. Right. So contract but written, how it's written. I don't think it's yep. a minimum. I think it's the max, but you know, some it, of this that, stuff it, still is above my pay grade. But so Will, written. you asked the question. It does not say maximum of eight teams. It says eight teams. Okay. Hey, listen, I don't know. But all I know is Reno, Reno, Blaze, and Janelle, that they are really excited about getting that division up there going. I can't wait to get out there. You know, I got family up there. I just, just came from there, just came from the event, but you guys doing a hell of a job, West man. I yeah, just I wanted to call it real quick, shout you guys out. Yeah, I, I second that. I saw all the work that yeah. everybody was doing out there. That was that was absolutely awesome. And if they get a hold of those, uh, man, those that was a rugby, hell of an event. If they if they get a hold of those rugby teams up there, oh, it's gonna be. It, they're not gonna be put out like some regular ass teams. These guys no. are gonna be out here hitting. Blaze showed oh. me a picture of eight oh, Polynesians. No, listen, that, listen. Yes. When we were there, this all this all Samoan team. Yeah, oh, it's man, be these crazy. guys were just. My yeah. God! It, yeah, 
there's the possibly a Polynesian team coming to the Reno seven NFL There's Reno. your old line right yeah. there. It looked like they were averaging three and a quarter between the <laughs> ten of them. But by like, my understanding, one of the teams coming in is possibly all Polynesian. Oh so boy. that's their whole squad. One person we haven't talked about that is eligible to come back is uh, the the Poly kid from I can't remember. He goes local by kid. local kid yeah. on uh, on Facebook. He's one of the best linebackers in the league. Yes, sir. Have, and yeah. if he can keep his temper down, like, yeah. and honestly, like, if he hopped on like an all poly squad, he would, I guarantee you that would calm him down a lot because he has to, like, he has to listen. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, you, you can't just act like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. then you, you get that when That's you get it. home. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you just can't. Um, and I'm excited to see him be able to be. I hope he comes back to play because the energy he brought was deeply missed. On that OTT sure. defense. Oh, yes. Mama Kelly just said Joel is his name. Joel, man. Shout yes. out to Joel. Joel or Joel. Man. One of the Joel, two. Joel, whatever it is, man. Shout out to that kid. He plays hard. And that, that's a rugby player. Hey, fellas, I'm let so you guys they, get back to him, man. Oh, my I'm bad, stay tuned in. My bad, Thank you, Will. Thank you for calling in, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank you, Will. Hey, love you guys, man. Love you back. Love you back, brother. So we just had our first two callers on the other side of the ball. So apparently, as you can see, there both is. Both from the East Coast. Yeah, both from the East. No pun intended. So there is a number, as you can see, on the screen. So. If you want to call in, call in. Sometimes you can see it. Tell me when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and Mama Kelly just basically seconded you by saying that he is a beast. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> interesting stuff going on. Speaking of these, a lot of interesting stuff going on in the East. The Snow Tribe had their little OTA get together. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's a bigger woe than Savion joining the Outlaws. Well, yeah. man, come here on. comes, don't, but, but don't, here, don't but here, here, here lies the question. I don't think so. Well, we, we, you don't think it's going to happen? No, I, 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 it probably will happen because they're going to have to do something to, now, to even. They can't even get to us right now, and I'm going to talk my shit until next season starts. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> Y'all can't even get to us, right? Of course, <laughs> you're going to have to build that fucking team. Yep. Like they got to get past Florida. It's not. It's and not. Well, they. It's they, they got to not even having nothing to do with Vegas. They got to get past Florida. Good fucking luck. They got to build. I Go think ahead. they got to build a super team to get Florida. past that. At, we're gonna play Florida. We're gonna play Florida every year. That's what. But, that's yeah. gonna be. All right, Doug. What'd you, until, what'd you until finish the setup? Back and take it from us. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's let Doug finish the setup. That's <laughs> <laughs> kicking in. My I love it. Well, Huff was on the Jaffos last week. And JP, again, shout out to the Jaffos. Check out their show after we're off the air at 7 o'clock on their YouTube page. Huff was on their show. And JP came up with the term, with the term nuclear, nuclear option, for lack of a better term. So is it to say that the Northeast, who want to get back to the championship stage now that they've not been in there for the first time since the league's history? <laughs> I'm talking all that shit. It's the first year they missed. Right. <laughs> with wild. that said... Do they have to build a super team just to compete, not just with the Nightcrawlers? No. But also with the reigning, defending, undisputed champions of the league, the Insomniacs. Let me jump in first. Go ahead. Um, ahead. I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to take the Big Rob approach. Had BIC showed up with all of their players against the U, the, the game might have gone differently and they're a better team than I think the Watchmen were and I think they beat the Nightcrawlers mm-hmm. with the squad they already had, mm-hmm. right? 
if guys show up. That's a big if. And that I will say that part of this game in this league is about being being there on game day. Well, again, your best ability is availability. Absolutely. Even and, when and, travel games. Right. And these dudes are not preparing themselves to take care of the team the way they want. And if, if BIC allows guys to not show up to games like that, they will continue to have this problem. So until they start taking this shit seriously like they need to, Vegas will be continue to be above them. It, I feel like Huff showing up to a uh, Snow Tribe practice in August tells me the East is taking this shit serious. Yeah, they should. They have to now. Right, well, if they want to win. So shout out to Vegas for putting A7 on notice that if you want to play this game the right way now, you have to play this game the right way. The old Larry Brown out of play the right way. I don't know. I think it's a great combo. I think it's awesome. I think it's going to, it's going to, they're going to blow out a lot of people. A Huff on Snow Tribe is scary as hell. It is. It it's going to be incredible. Um, but I just think they, they had to. I do. BIC didn't have to, but anybody else does. Right. And, and I honestly think that the Watchmen are great, but Nightcrawlers are going to, if they show up with that squad, and even scarier, if they make additions... What the fuck is anybody gonna? You're not additions that will actually show like, up and play in either. And BIC, game in, game out. BIC is the only one that I think can like with their personnel, their their ability to break down the game, control the game with their size, their athleticism, and their knowledge of A7 will will be able to overtake that. Um, but I think that's where the battle lies. But uh, I mean, now the snow tribe have thrown now preseason. What it's looking like is those are the three teams we have to game plan for. And let's be clear. Every division right now is operating on borrowed time until South Florida and Texas gets involved in this thing. Ooh, deep in oh, the heart of Texas is going to yes. be crazy. If you just look get a every bunch year, of them oil rig motherfuckers out here. <laughs> you look every year at the Shit, top 25 the high school. Farmers too. Right. You look at the top 25 high school teams every year and there's always five from Florida, four from Texas, one or two from Nevada, one from Jersey. There's one and three from Cali. Yep. Don't Once you. they start paying attention to this brand, the way we pay attention to this brand, Shit will change. Don't forget about Georgia either. Yeah, hopefully by then we're in our professional thing. We can recruit from all areas and I can pay dudes to come up and play. But <laughs> right. So we don't have to deal with that shit. But, but for now, when it was when it was an opportunity to be Vegas versus everybody, the first real opportunity we had a full season and did our shit. We won that shit. Vegas is the best division in the yeah, NFL. Another Ooh, caller. All right. Call. Our third I, caller. Apparently I was show. wrong again. <laughs> caller, how are you? Hello, Hello gentlemen. Good to talk to you again. JP, brother, hey, how are you? How's Fucker, it going? How's it going, guys? Uh, so I'm looking at it this way. I know a lot of people say, oh, they need a super team. You need a super team in order to compete and make it and everything. I want to make one thing clear. When Huff said that, it wasn't about we need to create all of this in order to compete with you. It was more in a sense of we're doing all of this to prove that we have the better athletes in the entire country area by area. So I look at it this way. It's actually a good thing because it's taking the league into, a, into an area where you can possibly start having almost each state having their one super team 
going up against everybody else. So that that's what I'm thinking it could lead to, and it's actually good for the league. I, I agree with that. I just think that if it was a Jersey super team, there'd be a lot different cats on that squad. It wouldn't yeah. just be who Snow Tribe usually has with and Huff it, and a couple it, guys. Just because Huff showed up, though, that doesn't mean he's he's Snow Tribe. True. That's he's feeling true. out his options right now. So, he, he, I mean, if he's going to Snow Tribe basically to sit there and recruit, that's that's what he's aiming to do. Sneaky. He's, he's all yeah. Sneaky. Uh, hey, look, Sneaky I didn't think about that. In professionals, they will call that tampering. Look. Well, I don't know what the tampering laws are in A7FL. But None. <laughs> Tamper all you want. There right. we go. Tamper away. Right. I've said that in the bedroom a few times. <laughs> Here we go. It was bound to happen. Did you say Man. pound to happen? Pound. Oh, okay. Pound town what? Here we go. Oh, I, made a, I knew at mind. some point it was. I got a really cool. Hey JP, like, shout out your show, buddy. Shout out your show. Give us the links. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, get on tonight. We're gonna have Luis Ojeda uh, nice. on for a conversation with awesome. Him. Awesome. Uh, the All Pro Jopos uh, going live at 7 p.m. on the Pernada Bros Productions uh, YouTube channel. So get to that right after this with with the guys here and. Uh, be prepared for a very interesting and insightful conversation with Mr. Ojeda. I hope he doesn't give up all the cookies. He's got some <laughs> secrets. I bet he does. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll keep some of them in his back pocket. Let's hope so. Tell him I'm. Tell him I'll be all listening. Right, Y'all have a great rest of your show. Thank you, JP. Right, thank you, JP. Thank you, JP. A great show. After this, yes. Dub said it again. Said it before. 7 p.m. All Pro Jaffos, the very first uh, non-A7 uh, media outlet to cover us seriously. We appreciate everything they've done for us and the love they give. And, of course, they're from the Bay Area, so, you know. We won't hold it against them. Hometown hometown ties. <laughs> I'll hold it against them. <laughs> of course <laughs> you will. As far as super team goes, okay. Um, I kind of want to go over this. It's kind of cool this came up tonight. Go ahead. I kind of went over this a little bit on Facebook, went back and forth with Yodi Mac and Matt Ryan and a few other people in a post about a super team being built. After thinking about it, I don't like the term super team. I don't. I think powerhouse is more of the way to put it because the Insomniacs, people are going, oh, well, the Insomniacs were a super team. Look at who they had. Well, yeah, they had talent, but to say they had a super team and they had all the talent in Vegas would say that everybody else on all the mother teams was fucking trash. And that's bullshit. Right. They weren't. So so that's why I say powerhouse because we're the Insomniacs powerhouse. Absolutely. Yeah, the East Coast. Do you have to build a powerhouse to compete now? I think so. I think I think what Huff is trying to do in building a powerhouse team, I think that's what it is. It's more powerhouse than super team. I, I would agree with both assessments. you're not going to leave trash on any teams on, in, in any of these divisions, no matter how bad they are. I mean, it's every player on that team isn't going to be trash. There might no, be some not, trash on that team, but not every player sure. on that team is going to be trash. Too sure. I mean, and I think Darno Richardson was one that said something about, about, well, they were a super team, and I said... But Darnell, so the way I look at that is, you're saying you were trash. You weren't. You weren't talent. Like, I, I don't think. Like, the, come on now. I like, don't think the uh, that would be the opposite of super team is trash. I think. No. I think what people are saying is they got all the best players from Vegas onto one squad, which is clearly not true. Yeah. Yeah. No. And absolutely not. It, what they did was form the best team of guys that they like playing ball with. Yeah. Uh, th- and that's what I said in 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 my comment on that post was. And they're going to get better next season. 
was they all played together. They built a team of guys. They played together and liked playing ball together. That's what that was. That wasn't necessarily a super team. We got another call. Another caller. Bing bong. Caller, welcome. Hey. You know, I just saw the podcast was on, and I heard you guys saying about uh, super teams. You know, we're not a super team. We suck, honestly. Who's we? You know, Asomniacs. <laughs> you mean the national champion insomniacs? No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. We suck. Everybody else just sucks a little bit more. I'm just. <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm super team though. How about how about you introduce yourself so we know who we're talking to? I recognize the voice almost, but I cannot put a yeah. finger on it. I'll put a finger in it. Oh, this is this is just Anthony. Oh, Mr. Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> can we ask who you? Who gives my hey, name no, a good representation? Ask, Thank you, sir. We got We got to know, RTC. Uh, what's your favorite chicken nugget? From what place? Chick Fil A's. Chick Fil A's. Sauce. Yeah. Yeah, Chick Fil A. We're gonna have to hop on uh, Chick- getting Chick-fil-A. that sponsorship lined up. Chick Fil A. No, I won't allow. Chick Fil A is crack. Um. <laughs> Not to get political, but they cannot sponsor this show. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. That's right, because they're not open on Sundays. Sponsor me on the low. Yeah, wait, wait. You do what you want to do. The the stuff I'm in control of, no. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man. So so how do you feel about about the the movement that's been going on in the Vegas Vegas scene? Do you think it's good for A7? Do you think it... How do you think it it's going to end up playing out um, as far as for the Insomniacs and for the league as a whole. It's it's going to be good. I like everybody moving around finally, but uh, when it comes to Insomniacs, I mean, we just better. That's been the motto since uh, yeah, day one. Has been the motto. It's been the motto since day one. I mean, it's it's and it's, build all the team, build all the team you want, but we we enjoy playing with each other. We got each other's backs, and you know. Motto, we just better. So, RTC, are you happier with the rock in your hand or playing DN? Honestly, I like playing DN. Mm. I, I I, there's there's a certain the different does, fire yeah. that comes out of you when I see you playing on the defensive side of yep. the ball. That it, I I feel like if you had that same fire on offense, like you, not only would you continue domination, you'd probably run trenches and and like dig holes into the ground, man. It, oh, we'd have. It, there would have to be a couple stretchers. Yeah, you're, you're a special athlete, but this I love seeing you on defense. Go ahead. That's why I love that Tay is back, so he takes so much of the weight load away from me so I can play defense. Hashtag Tay free. Yeah, he is, he <laughs> no is free. free he is free and he's ready free. to run some people over for last. sure. Yeah, look, the, the, the rotation we're going to have on the D line is going to oh. be insane. Oh, free at last, free at last. Scoot, scooter, <laughs> don't, scooter, don't do that to us, buddy. Don't, don't do that. He just said, a lot of us, we play a different position in the fall. You guys will enjoy it. Scooter Sp- said he's not playing quarterback this, yeah. this fall. Oh, he is yeah. not. No, That's what he said. Okay. Okay. So are you going to, uh, what positions are you going to end up playing if everybody's playing completely different positions? Tailback. <laughs> uh, Returner. <laughs> I, could you imagine Scooter at tight end? Scooter though? is receiver one. Could you imagine Scooter at tight end, though? Oh, yeah. yeah he's a, oh, he's, yes. He does a great yeah. job blocking. I've seen him do it before. I saw him do it a couple times in, the, uh, in a couple games last in the fall. Mm-hmm. But put him at tight end with those hands and that speed and that hard to tackle side, man. That that's some scary shit. Wait a minute, Scooter, you're not gonna play at all. You're just gonna coach. Oh, right, bro. 
Ruh roh. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Now everybody's in trouble. Now look, take a season off. It's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Save the arm. You are very welcome, Steve. So, uh, uh, RTC, who do you see coming out of uh, who do you see coming out of the East Coast again next year? Oh, Nightcrawlers, um, BIC. After they got that rookie, they got a good running game now. You know, they got Courage Mosley, but that, that rookie is fast. Right. Was that Rico? I think his name was uh, uh, Rico Brown. Rico Rico Brown or uh, yeah, Isaac? So. Uh, no, 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 Isaac. So uh, it was uh, the. The cat that played for uh, Silk City, Watchmen right? Coming out again. The, the okay. Watchmen, the Watchmen did play good football. Yes, they did. Um, Who would you like to see? We're not going to talk about Ohio. No uh, team uh, in Ohio. Let me ask Man, it this way. They keep adding coaches and not adding players. I don't understand it. Let, let me ask it this way. So there's talk of cross-pollination and in-season uh, games being played. If the Insomniacs could play three East Coast teams, who would they be? Give me you, BRC, and uh, Tampa Bay Nightcrawlers again. So he wants all the smoke. Give me your top yeah. three. He said, bring them all. Anybody that's hitting, come, come get in my way. Will Franklin just said, said there's an Ohio team. three of them and we win, they can't say shit. They can't, they can't say, say we don't play competition. Exactly. Right. Facts. So Will Franklin just said there's a team in, in Ohio forming called SVT, and he has them in our national final four. Okay. You remember what happened to the last Ohio? Man, look. <laughs> you remember what happened to the man, last look. security guards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All the Amazon drivers had to call off on Monday. Uh, so mm-hmm. Nobody got their packages on Monday. But <laughs> RTC certainly delivered, that's for sure. He, he don't drop nobody off. He just oh. running shit over. Scooter just co-signed on SBT. Yeah, he just co mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yep. He said that would be the brakes off the chaos. Oh, it's a flag yes. team. Yeah, oh, okay. it's... All right, yeah. then. If they don't have RTC, they can't be that electric. <laughs> I'm biased. I like watching I mean, the film. Asomniax is really a flag team. Yeah. Correct. Oh, for sure. It, like, everybody everybody is a, like, a national, like, level flag player right. for, at the core of that team. For sure. Love it. I can, man, brother, I can't wait to rush with you next year. I'm excited. I can't wait to see you on the field. I'm gonna that's miss you in the booth, but I cannot be, wait to see you on the field. Oh, I, I, I'm, I can still come up to the booth like Definitely. before and after, right? Yeah. Definitely. Okay, cool. But yeah. if, if I could have nasty. Viking calling Viking on the field, that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll get you mic'd up during the game. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I definitely got to hit the gym. Oh man, hey man, I'm on it. Uh, I stay in Henderson, man, but I, I travel. I'm off work at five, man. You call me, I am showing up. Period. I just threw up 305 today. I'm so ready for next season. Oh, Ooh, let's oh boy. get it. Because oh uh, I just did. Uh, Spoiler alert, man. For the first time, I did 335 uh, with my, like the heel incline, like the heel elevated squats for 12. So that hernia is feeling good. So Beautiful. I can't wait. Well, I'm trying to get. Man, the, the I got my, I got my hip pocket in last I week. Of, <laughs> I got a lot of weight to gain before I can. Uh, JP can just really said, don't mic up the Viking. <laughs> But I think the Viking might be implementing yeah. the Al Davis rule the first five. I say a game. lot of really nasty, and uh, RTC has played some flag games with me. I say really nasty stuff on the line. Like, I believe it's, it. I mean, how many times do you say booty hole? Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, I like it. It's, it's generally. You have no filter. I don't know what's wrong with him. I have no, no there filter. really isn't. Like, I, You're absolutely right on that. I had to, yeah. 
his give a shitter is broken. <laughs> it's completely broke. I don't understand. Sometimes he'll just say some out of pocket shit, and I'm just looking at him like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> and, yeah. and coming from you, that's hilarious. Like no, like like you ain't never had like the urge to like kick in the door while your girl is shitting and spit on her feet and just stare at her. <laughs> I mean, I, I sit on the counter. Yeah, right, like, like it's just oh. it's fun. I don't know. Like, hey, yeah, but, uh, Look, if you're not having fun, you're not having fun. Let's exactly, go. man. Football's yeah. supposed to be fun. Like, I'm not good yeah. at this shit. I got to have fun while I'm doing it. Stop selling yourself short. I'm a, I'm but, a, look, did you see these fucking athletes I mean, that are coming in? Listen, I'm, I see. I see what you mean because literally when I run, I run past defenders and be like, don't touch me. Yeah. Right. No. Not even a little bit. Well, when you can jog 95 yards like you did and just make it look seamless, I'm, I, I'm in awe. I'm just saying. Oh, that's a good point. RTC, break down the uh, because, the, the final run. Do you see who my line is? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. It's ferocious. Uh, RTC, I want you to break down the final run, fourth and four, speed option right. I know that wasn't the original play call. Munchie collects three oh. guys, and you get a calf cramp a at flat, about 15 yards to go. <laughs> I want to know what was going through your mind. Because well, you, you didn't even look over to see if anybody was behind you. You just kept going. You just kept running. We were in the huddle. And they, they originally called a comeback to Munchie. Of course, fourth and Munchie. And I looked at them. I said, yo, it's four yards. Fuck no. Marshawn Lynch so, in the building. Give so me the call, fucking we ball. We break out the huddle. And Munchie was like, I trust whatever you want to do. And, you know, I gave the sappiest Friday Night Lights speech ever. <laughs> oh, that's my God. So, doesn't know we audible to a fucking speed option. So, he's lost. So, he sees me, gets the ball, and he just throws the best block I've ever seen. Ever. Three, three people. people. And I'm just, like, running. I'm like, I feel a cramp coming. I was like, I think I can make it. And then the cramp was like, you're not making it. <laughs> and then the cramp said. <laughs> oh, cramp that's exactly said, what it looked like, too. Your little leg lock. The fact that you made it and in. And then if you watch after I fall on the ground, you see Davik. <laughs> right. Over the top of you. Not even realizing you're hurt. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, I'm in real pain. So, no, so, I mean, no, the funny thing is because when Munchie's calling for a Munchie was like doing a prop on you. but like, no, he really is hurt. I thought Munchie was coming to give him no, like no, the, no, the no, Hulk Hogan and lift his leg up and count three. But he was he was trying to stretch him out. Oh, I, could you imagine if they had a Boston crabbed him? Oh, my like, God. Oh, was gosh. Oh, dude. That's what oh, I thought he was going to do. Like, if they put me in, like, the walls of Jericho or something, <laughs> I'm not going to Oh, shit. Hey, but th- thank you for making the moment. Uh, thank you for winning the fucking national championship. Well, yeah, no man, shit. Thank you so fucking oh, no, much. That's, uh, that was Scooter and Davick. I've got to be Scooter and Davick in the line because uh, they were on one all night. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, you guys, as a team, ball like every the, the single person yes, on that team contributed on a yeah. big play somewhere, sometime. I don't Somehow, recall yeah. a single person that I know on that squad that did not do something special that day. It Listen, really. It, you I've got, never you, said I love you to Q so many times in my life. Not a bad. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think the one thing that hopefully is documented on this documentary that was um, being talked about. I really hope they pretty much just show you guys the emphasis of the word team because that's what you guys really were throughout the season. Like, there really is a joy when you guys just play together and it shows they're out there on the field. Not so much in the airport, though. <laughs> just saying. 
I'm just saying. Man, look. I, it's just no Chris was being Chris that day. Of course. <laughs> Mouth was mouthing. Nah, man, he always got but some. We all gelled together. We all gelled together so much. Like, if you guys know, if you guys notice, like, I don't even care about playing running back anymore. It's just I do my, you know, four to five plays. And, you know, if I score, I score. And then I just get out because it's like I, I'm not going to stress about playing time like that because we're all equally good. And then he goes in the stands and gets a burrito and sits in the stands and talk with the crowd. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've, we've if, seen it. If the first, and that's only because they don't serve if chicken nuggets. Devontae that's true. Is having a game and he scores three touchdowns, I'm going to get a burrito. <laughs> All right. All right. One more question for you. Best food item at Lot J Tacos. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it was definitely the burrito. The All right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Of course. I've not had the burrito. I got to get on it. I tell you, the, 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 uh, the burrito was fire because the, uh, every time he comes off, if I'm like, does he have a burrito? Does, um, does he have a burrito? And then, oh. It's we, would have, we would have side bets mm-hmm. on which quarter like, you would end up in the stands with a burrito. Understand, I don't think you understand. Every game, I have something in my bag that I'm snacking on throughout the, throughout the game. He I believe really that is Marshawn Lynch. I believe that. What's the like marinated pork called? Uh, no, like freak athletes can carnitas? eat anything. No. Like before, during, Carnitas-ada? after the, the game. The reddish pork. Carnitas? Carnitas. No, no, no. It's not so carnitas? They, I can't think of Damn it! I'm ruining the show. God damn it! So they also have a quesadilla with the uh, with the pork marinated, the red pork marinated. I can't think of the word right now, but that is my favorite thing on the menu. But I haven't had the burrito yet. About the so. the burrito taco? No, not the burrito. That, that's beef. No, usually it's goat. I don't know what it is. It's normally goat. Burrito yeah. is goat. Al pastor. Yeah. Al pastor. That's okay. the word I was looking for. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Okay. Right. Al pastor quesadilla. Like the way the salt hits their cheese on that, that's perfect. Can Lodge of course, of course, Steve would know because Steve is the ultimate sponsor for Lodge Tacos, and he's, yeah, the, well, he's, also, he's also the president of the fan club. <laughs> right, him and Blaze both. Yes. You could tell them to sponsor you with a burrito every game. I be, I, hey, run, I, run, run with that. Run that. You yes. just need to put a lot J on the on your back because nobody ever sees your front. I promise. <laughs> I I promise you, I'll run down the field as I'm running the ball with a burrito in my hand just to show it off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see it. Oh, oh no! I need I need the eating the ball celebration like it's a burrito. Oh, if he runs over to the yeah, to the no, if we if he runs over to the to the to the goalpost and just big. picks up a burrito. Oh, like like To like To sign the Or better yet, do the Bo Jackson just run out the tunnel, just run straight to the lot taco truck. That would be amazing, man. There's that. There's always that. You can run straight to the taco stand. They'll serve you first. We need I, to get them inside the fence next season yes, so yes. I don't have to go so far. Yes. Yeah. So is nobody has to go so far. That was Yeah, that is. Okay, I care about other people. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. For everybody. Jeez. That's what it is. For everybody. Yeah. Man, thank you very much for calling but in. All right, fellas. Thank you for letting me call in. No, thank you. Appreciate you, you for calling. Best in the game, brother. Appreciate you having being around, man. Thanks for coming back. That was Mr. Wilkerson. Talking about Boston crabs and burritos and chicken nuggets. So uh, we've come to the final portion of the show. Did um, you put chicken nuggets in a burrito? Ooh. A chicken nugget burrito? Oh, absolutely. RTC would, for, for RTC. sure. A, a nuggerito? Like if he showed up with some chicken <laughs> much? nuggets. Yes. If, if RTC showed up with it, with some chicken nuggets, would Lot J Tacos chop them up and throw them in a burrito? I absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I bet you they I would. I believe they would. Ideas. I said he took the burrito only because they didn't yep. serve chicken nuggets. So if they did yeah. both in one, yeah. that would be his dream right there. Oh, yeah. Well, I said nuggerito, but if nugget. you change that, you. 
I can't say that word. I've been beat up. I've been beat up. Oh my times. god! I don't, I don't need to get beat up again. Who beat you up? When I was in prison, I lost two one-on-one phase that were bad. I fought. I fought twice a week for like fifty-two weeks straight or fifty-six weeks straight. But I lost. Two, I lost two one-on-ones. Bad, bad. A little essay and a big-ass Muslim dude beat the shit out of me. Well, bad. I yeah. want to. I want to meet the little essay. <laughs> Look, the way he whooped me, I felt like I was playing a video game because I never saw his hands move. And, like, I just, my, it was just like the lights were going off. Like, it was like, ding, 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 ding. That shit fucked me. He beat the shit out of me. That shit was funny. He was from Rockwood in L.A. Yeah, he really beat the shit out of me. He looked like you were funny. playing for the White Sox, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, no, and then he hooked me up with some, <laughs> some of the best white lightning I had had. I probably, I don't, the it white has lightning. not been seven years since I've been out. Never mind. Hypothetically. <laughs> I ain't been out for that long. I should shut the fuck up. My bad. I apologize, big So homie. you guys are friends now? No, hey, hey, he was like he me and him ended up being really good friends after that. Like he That's awesome. He was a baker. He used to make me cinnamon uh cinnamon rolls all the time. Cinnamon. He told me that I was the first person he had beat up in like twelve years that didn't go to sleep. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, I don't, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't know. Don't what know what to say to that. Yeah. I, still got, I still got beat up. I had to stay in my cell for like two days. I was so beat up. You catch a write-up if you come up all busted up. They want to do an investigation and shit. So I just sat in and took the write-ups. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Can't wait. Yeah, don't ever do that. That shit ain't fun. Right. Well, it's your turn to lead off with our final thoughts. Oh, man. Uh, stay in school. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Drugs uh, no, okay. no, seriously. Um, like, I want to say that uh, the A7 NFL means something to everybody. And what I mean by that is, even if you don't take this shit serious, like as far as you think you're going to make it to the next level or anything like that, at least you're getting some entertainment out of it. You're getting some fun out of it. Even if you're just out here talking shit and making fun out of us, you're getting something out of it. Everybody's getting something out of this. And if, even if it's just a little bit of hope, man, like sometimes people need. Just that little bit of spark, man. Faith runs out. You know what I mean? Like, so faith is, to me, is based on, like, your belief in something else that you're not necessarily sure is there. You're believing in something you can't prove. Hope is based in you. Hope is based in anything you can fucking accomplish. Hope is maybe it will fucking happen. And and maybe hope is just a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds. Maybe hope is just getting a, a viral video out to show for your kids or some shit like that. This gives fucking something to somebody. It's going to give, and it could give everything to that one person. And I just want to say, man, like, thank you guys for, for like, for continuing to share this dream with me, with, with Derek, with everybody involved in this, man. Thank you for continuing to share the dream for the athletes. And, like, like I appreciate the support that we're getting and all the shares and all that. It, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to everybody that, that's relying on this like to stay out of trouble on Saturday, to stay out of jail. You know what I mean? Like to make sure your child support is paid up so that you you can you can drive to the fields. Like I mean, and it might not. It, it's, that could be dumb as fuck to some of y'all. I ain't fucking talking to you. <laughs> like I'm not. Like some people got their shit together. That's cool. Fucking keep your shit together. Cool. That's fucking hard for some people, and right. I'm one of them, man. Keep your shit together. And if it's for this, do it, man. Do it, and and, and thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. Viking, cutting another promo, man. Yep. You, you, you are bulletin board material every time you get man, on the microphone, bro. I love every it. Every damn time, never misses. That is what we call passion, ladies and gentlemen. Man, That's it. passion. All right, so you gonna have somebody else go next, or you, you, you can volunteer? Go next. All right, so uh, 
now that we're in the off season, we normally drop bombs on this show. I think the first bombs that was dropped was that Savion and Yodi Mac are going to the Outlaws, which Correct. is yes. crazy. Amazing. Uh, I don't know if it's a bomb yet because I haven't really inked the deal, but I, I have decided to go ahead and build out our minor league football app, which all of our players will then be able to see all of their game film, all their highlights in one location without having to go to YouTube and search. It'll be searchable functions. And then all of the minor league football around Vegas and everywhere else they would like for me to house their games will also be on that app. So it's a future mm-hmm. building out for it to be a large platform for the future for all minor league football to be on that platform. So everyone can see it. Everyone can register there and trying to build out something special. I've been, this has been part of the plan since I stepped into a NFL. I realized that there was a need for organization within the minor league football ranks and I've been doing my damnedest to try to get to every single league and help them achieve the greatness or at least organizational skills to be great so that they can have a foundation to build on because every one of these leagues is special to somebody. And if we can help them figure out how to be as professional as possible so that people can come to expect certain things that everybody can grow. So rising tide lifts all boats. If we all grow as an organization, all grow as a community, football community, we all get better. We get better athletes. Everybody, And ultimately, that app is what I think will be getting us all paid on top of Tubi. So stay tuned. I told you guys that, that I was on one and I'll be getting y'all paid. I think that's the way I'm going to do it. And final thoughts, I just want to say one more time, thank you, Mike Howard. I know you're up there looking down on us. Appreciate everything you did for us. Mr. Cox. Man, I cannot wait for the fall season to come around as many teams as we have and can possibly even still have come into the fall for Vegas. The talent that that's going to bring, the eyes it's going to bring. I'm excited. I'm excited to get back in the booth, too. I miss it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I miss it. The they're booth is kind of where I live. Fun, yes, right? they are. They're long days, and, but they're And having fun. these two beside me in the booth, Dub and, and Viking, definitely make it. Well worth the long days. You guys so. make an amazing team. If we can just get our teams to give us their right roster so we can call the right names, we'll all right. look good. Yep. Well. Hey, I, I fucked crowns that, up so that, bad. That, yeah. He and, told and me right before the game, and I'm I still called part, him Cannon for a whole I'm, game. I'm going to take partial responsibility as the play-by-play he, guy for that, for not making sure that I had the right roster for my team. That's That, that falls on me. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It does. Look, no, Darius, don't shoot, don't shoot, say, don't shoot them no fucking that. bail. They need to have their roster in and well, right Friday night before the game, <laughs> well, not Sunday coming up handing well, you yeah, new no, shit. Like, absolutely. Get but your shit together. If, if we're going to be reaching, professional and you want us start, to be professional, you be professional. I didn't really start reaching out to them and yeah. hounding them for rosters, though, until probably the last three weeks. Not your job. Hey, so, but some of them teams are on it. Jeremiah was always on it with the roster. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, Mark always, always sent in his roster. The yep. Insomniac sent in their roster. Yep. I mean, you definitely called Stone Marcus Betts. <laughs> or not, uh, Burton, Marcus Burton. Yes. Like, that's still the funniest shit I've ever seen and in my life. Your, your response to it was the best, and I won't repeat it on air because it, it sounded kind of racist. I don't think I should have said that. But it There's was amazing. things I said Before, that I yeah. shouldn't have said. Before I give my thought. Cheers. Come here. Ooh, peanut. Ooh, peanut. Peanut, get your ass over here. Peanutty nut. Hey, this man does a lot. Yes, he does. God, this kid is so smart. Again, I'm all about giving people their flowers. I did the same for Nick. <laughs> You're as big as fitting, him. But I do the same for Peanut. Knee. This guy just works just as hard as his dad. 
and he works hard with his dad to do edits, to do shorts, to do films. And it's only fitting that he gets some love too because he works just as hard as any of us to put what you see on live on air. So I just want to give you your flowers. Good. I'm going to give you some touches. Peanutty. Thanks, Pierre. <laughs> Another one of the behind the scenes guys that does so much for this. But that is as you can unseen see unseen and unheard a lot of times. As you can see as we do this show, um, this is a real genuine brotherhood and we generally enjoy being around each other, talking ball, shooting the shit, and just being around and fellowshipping. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's about fellowship, it's about being a team, but more importantly than that, it's about being there for no being there for one another. And lifting somebody up when they're torn down and being that pillar of strength when it's needed. And you can see that there is a joy doing this. Like, we really literally get excited on Wednesdays coming in here and providing a form of entertainment for you guys. And, of course, now we got phone calls, which, again, shout out to the three gentlemen that called in today. And hopefully that's with more to come. But as you can see, um, it's a really joyous time. Like Casey said, I miss being in the booth, having a headset, calling plays, and hearing the Viking being the Viking. Um, it's just a fun time, and we really, really hope that you enjoy watching as much as we enjoy bringing it to you, because we really do enjoy doing this. This is why we do what we do, and this is why we love what we do, because it's not work. It's just fun, and if you have fun, then you're not working. So, with that said, I know we're over the limit, and we gotta get out of here. So, Shout out to Chris Vera, who couldn't be here, but we know we're watching. Hopefully, he will be back next week. For Mr. Cox, for the Viking, for the championship owner, Mr. Duncan. Yay, yay. And for Pierce, not Pierre. God damn it. And for Mr. <laughs> Blaze, and for Quan. Special thanks to Corey and Will and JP and RTC for calling in. We appreciate it. There's a number, so if you want to call in next week, do so. But until then. Why naked you. booty scoots? He got it in just before the time limit. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side of the ball. I need a, I need a hat. You no pads? Me? No problem. And a shirt. Thank you for everybody.